your Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Baltimore Ravens 20 to 19, and it is a victory Monday here in the city of Pittsburgh and all across Steeler Nation. I'm Chris Carter, the Locked On Steelers. This was a complete win for different reasons, not in the way that they were the best team from start to finish, but that you saw playmakers and role players all chipping in and finding a way to help finish the job in the very end. We'll go over those top playmakers, who those role players were, and and what we saw the Steelers offense scoring 17 points in the fourth quarter. Does that mean something click for this offense, and can they build off of that moving forward? All those questions and observations made right here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I am your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things in the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the like on the on our YouTube video if you're watching this. If because if you're if you do that, it really helps us out. Also, if you want to help us out even further, go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review with a positive comment, and you get a special shout out at the end of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, your Pittsburgh Steelers ain't going out like that. They went into Heinz Field, backs against the wall, 5-5-1. Five, five, and one. Tony Romo saying a thousand times over, Jim, I think if they lose this game, they're out the playoffs. Jim, I think it's over. I'm not saying it's over, but it is over. If they, It is over. They're going to be finished. Kept saying it over and over. It was driving me nuts. Of course, I wasn't there for this one. I'm actually, and I apologize in advance, uh, I recorded my initial reaction like right after the, the game was over. Um, because I was not at Heinz Field to cover this game. I was actually in Charlotte. I covered the ACC championship game where Pitt football took took down the uh, took down Wake Forest and became the ACC champs. But my flight, I couldn't get a flight back to Pittsburgh in time to cover the Steelers Ravens game. So I stayed in my hotel room, watched it from there, recorded the episode. Great thing about using hotel internet though is that sometimes it's not the best, and the file got corrupted when it was being uploaded to my computer. So I had to redo this entire episode. It is three in the morning. We're having great times, but less about me, more about the Steelers. Man, didn't that feel good, Steeler Nation? It's Victory Monday. You get to walk around head, head held high. And and this is why I said, I, I told Peter Bukowski, he had me on the Locked On Now show last week after the, the Bengals blowout. And he was like, Chris, I mean, you can, can you have faith in the Steelers? And I'm like, look, man, you maybe you can't have faith in them to win, but you can't have faith in them to lose neither because this team don't quit like that. And sure, there are games where it's like, man, they, they, there's no chance in the game. But I'm talking about in the season. This team, this is why I was, I was saying, like, ah, I'm not saying this season's over yet, because this team will find the most random ways to win. They will scrap, they will fight, and they've got playmakers. I must have gotten into like five or six different arguments with people last last week. You know, who said, oh, the Steelers, they need to just break apart this roster. There's nothing good about it. There's no talent on it. There's just no hope anywhere. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You got T.J. Watt. You got Minka Fitzpatrick. You got Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, Pat Fryermuth, Alex Highsmith, Cam Hayward, and if Stephon Tewitt could ever get healthy again. You got weapons. 
You got players that are dangerous in this league. And those play and those playmakers stepped up in this game, chief among them, TJ Watt. Just give him the defensive MVP. Just give it to him. Stop playing around. The man has 16 sacks at week we at week 13. He's played 10 games. 10 games. That's the most sacks in the NFL. The next closest guy is Miles Garrett. He has 14 sacks and he's played 12 games. Two more games, two less sacks. You do the math. No, seriously, do the math. Uh, not good with uh, quick averages there. So somebody figure that out for me. Thank you. But in all seriousness, this was a dominating performance. And, and again, TJ Watt doing all the things. He's getting in there. He's making the tackles, you know, just the regular tackles to shut down the run. He's getting after Lamar Jackson. Three and a half sacks. Ridiculous number. But then on top of that, the two-point conversion when John Harbaugh goes for it. And I know some people were like, whoa, John Harbaugh, what, what are you doing here, buddy? But I get it. Your team's been winning a lot of last-second, getting a lot of last-second wins. Marlon Humphrey just got injured. Most people didn't know that by then, and he's out for the season. So he was probably thinking, I don't want to put my defense back out there right now. Let's try to end this right now with our offense getting two yards. I actually didn't have a problem with it, with, with the call. If I'm, if I'm a Ravens fan, I'd be like, you know what? You take your shot. You know, they went for it on fourth down and whatever game that was back early in the season, and they converted it, and everyone's like, oh, what a genius call. This one just didn't work out. Why, though? Because T.J. Watt didn't let it happen. Came off the edge. They they thought, oh, we'll leave him unblocked, and maybe maybe we'll fake him out. No. T.J. was smart enough to to make make life harder on Lamar Jackson to find Mark Andrews down that, that right at the goal line. Lamar couldn't throw it around him accurately. It's one it's and one one of Andrew's hands and it falls to the ground. Ball game. But TJ Watt wasn't the only playmaker out here. Deontay Johnson, even though he dropped a, a touchdown in the first half. And I was sitting there singing, like, man, that was that was a rough drop. But let's see, let's see Deontay's Moxie. Let's see how he responds. Because last year when he made a mistake, he would start to compound the mistake with more mistakes. Not this year, though. He has matured as an NFL player, not just his skills, but his mentality and how he approaches the game. Eight catches, 105 yards, two touchdowns. That last of which, though, he cooked Marlon Humphrey. And that's not to rag on the guy because he's injured. Sucks I don't ever want to see a, a player injured. And Marlon Humphrey has been a great cornerback, but he got smoked on that last touchdown. Again, the Steelers' stars came to work. Cam Hayward had a sack in this game. Ben Roethlisberger, though still not the Ben Roethlisberger of, of his prime days, 21 of 31, 236, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That's exactly what you want to see from Ben Roethlisberger. Those are the numbers you want to see on this type of a roster. Good completion rate. Not a whole lot of yards, not a whole lot of attempts. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. Bing, right there. And then, of course, you can't leave out Minka Fitzpatrick getting that interception in the back of the end zone. And again, doing the things that I've been saying that he's doing that people forget about because when a loss happens, all you think about is this: you look at the stats and then you look at like, oh, this, this guy's not doing enough. But, you know, there was that one play where he came up on Lamar Jackson, backed off, took away his receiving option, and Lamar Jackson had nowhere to throw the ball. Those are things he covers up all the time. And I loved, I loved the quote 
from TJ talking about how Mika Fitzpatrick came up to him and said, you know, we got the backhand, just go get him. And that allowed that allowed Pittsburgh to play a lot more physical up front in this game. Sure, Devontae Freeman did get it in the end zone, 14 carries, 52 yards. Lamar Jackson had eight carries, 55 yards. But the run was not a factor in this game the way it had been for the Bengals and the Chargers. I think that's a good sign moving forward. Shout out to Montrevious Adams. But that's the thing. This wasn't just playmakers for the Steelers. There were role players. And I think that's been the biggest thing missing in the Steelers' last three weeks of not winning was they didn't have role players filling the important roles. And as big as T.J. Watt and Mika Fitzpatrick and Deontay Johnson and Ben Roethlisberger and all those guys were, the role players played a huge role in this as well. We'll get to that in just a second. But first, I got to tell you guys about Direct TV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. Then you're watching their sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends logging for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. The best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies. by Package. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Carter Critiques. If you're enjoying the show, please hit the like button on YouTube. It really helps us out. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for our Monday through Friday episodes. Here, as always, we thank you for making us your first listen every day out there. Now, let's talk about role players for the Steelers in this game. Because, like I said, it wasn't just the stars. But I'll, I'll go back to the guy I mentioned before, Montrevious Adams. They picked the practice squad guy up. Guy fought in the middle of that defensive line. Was able to help maintain gaps, be physical, keep help keep linebackers clean a little bit better. Still something needs to be worked on, but a little bit better. And did a great job filling in where they needed him in the middle of that defensive line. But the defensive lineman, I really want to shout out. And the reason I didn't put him on the playmaker side, because he's not your traditional playmaker. You don't come in thinking this guy makes all the big plays. But you can't ignore he had himself a heck of a game. Chris Wormley, two and a half sacks. The former Raven. Mike Tomlin talking about how he reminded him he was a former Raven. He told him, you know, when someone trades you within the division, that means that means they, that's how little they think of you. Well, Chris Wormley made him pay. He was getting after Lamar Jackson in this game. I do really appreciate how the Steelers found different ways and different guys to step in and give answers. Where we thought last week, oh, well, not we thought, but a lot of people were saying last week, oh, it's all it's all hope is lost. Just give up on the season. There's there's nothing you could do. Why would you try? And. I look at how the Steelers won this game. Not just the playmakers like Chris Wormley, you know, coming in, and even though he's a role player getting two and a half sacks, 
but you also had Zach Gentry going out, getting that third down catch, moving the sticks on a drive. You also had the offensive line, who didn't have a, a great game, but they finished strong. They did give up a sack on Ben Roethlisberger, but they finished really strong, opening up holes for Najee Harris, pushing piles. Heck, they opened up a hole for Benny Snell to get eight yards on the carry. They are they are getting they they got better this week, and maybe it was the padded practices. Who knows? But something tells me, something tells me, there's a little bit of hope there in that offense. Now for that offensive line, that that was the kind of aggression that we were I was we were thinking that we might see this year. It just hasn't happened often enough. From the offensive line. And again, that's what happens when you have rookies and young guys on the offensive line. They're all going to eventually, you know, make mistakes and have to grow from them, those mistakes. But this was a this was a game of growth for that group. Also, shout out to John Glue, And don't make any glue puns. These the glue of the line. I've, listen, first of all, I made those puns when he first got signed. I get to do that. Not you, listeners. No, stop it. Saw people doing it on Twitter. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Zach Smith. Sheesh. No more puns from you guys. Or you get Yoshi bonked. If you don't know what Yoshi bonking is, follow me on Twitter. You'll find out. Anyways. This is a real solid win. The Ravens were the number one seed in the AFC coming into this game. I even said I didn't pick them to win this game. Why? Because I thought that with well, just with all the problems that were going in, TJ Watt, we weren't sure if he was going to play. And we found out, uh, we found we found out right before, right before I think it was early Saturday morning. And then the news comes out about Ben Roethlisberger. This definitely being his last year. Eh, we'll see. We'll we'll see when we cross that road. I think the Steelers are far from having to worry about that right now they've got real problems in their face that they have to address in the coming in, in the coming weeks if they want to make this playoff push but the first mission is done they beat the baltimore ravens at home and they were able to do it in a kind of way that opens some things up for you I still think they need to find more more and more creative ways to get the ball to Najee Harris. I think every time he gets the ball in his hand, he's just he's prone to break one. He's going to get one eventually. But Deontay Johnson for Ben to keep feeding him after that drop was a good sign. This was a very good Ben game. Not granted, he made like plenty of mistakes, but I'm, I'm saying like this. This was a game that the way that he grinds this out and gets what I believe is his 51st game-winning touchdown drive or game-winning drive. Period. He finds ways to to win in those situations. But again, looking at looking at this looking at this team and the way that these guys contributed. Everybody was finding a purpose. Ray Ray McLeod almost contributed in a huge way with his catch down the sideline. And I'm sorry, that was a catch, especially when you compare it to what the Bears got away with against the Steelers earlier this season. But I digress. Again, I, I thought that this was a, a full team effort. 
Akella Witherspoon, five tackles on the day, came in at cornerback, filled in for Joe Hayden, who's still injured. Really good sign. Really good sign that he was able to fill in the way that he did. And I'm not saying every every time every time's gonna work like that because he got cooked earlier in the season. But the fact that he's stuck with it, hung it out, and now you're seeing him make plays, that was decent. Almost had an interception. Almost had an interception in that one. But again, I look at this, I look at this team, the playmakers that I talked about in segment one, segment two, the role players, the offensive line. The guys who get the, the gritty work done. I think those are guys that play a huge role in every team, but especially in this team in this week with all that they've gone through. And now the Steelers sit there 6-5-1 and one, with a chance to beat a Vikings team on Thursday Night Football that just became the first team to lose to the Lions. Not the first team to not win against the Lions. The Steelers had enough to, you know, doing that. But the bottom line for me, this Steelers team has is getting answers in different parts of the roster. And that's the big that's the biggest thing for me here. Because now that you know you've got you've got help. Cam Hayward doesn't have to feel like he's out there by himself trying to pressure the quarterback. Other guys are getting involved, winning those situations. That's what you want to see. What you also want to see is a little bit more of that offense that keeps coming up in the fourth quarters. I want to talk about that offense, what I was seeing from it, why it worked, and what might work in the near future when it comes to the situation. But first, got to talk to you guys about Bilt Bar. The holiday season is upon us. Grab a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And that, of course, is Built Bar. Built Bar is filled with so many flavors and has all that holiday goodness. It's rich with, with, it's rich with several flavors, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low, low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs, low in fat, but high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. Plus, they have so many flavors, and you'll have a hard time choosing between them, whether you like raspberry, mint, brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter, brownie, all those flavors available if you want a Built Bar. Built Bar gives you the extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or your purse, because you never know when you're going to need it. Go to go to built.com again. That's built.com and use the promo promo code locked15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. Locked15. And you'll get 15% off your order at built.com. We're also brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.ag has all the sports you want covered with props, with odds, with lines, and more than you've ever seen before as football season continues their march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your welcome bonus. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, all capital letters, all one word. 
to receive that bonus. But from basketball to football to NHL to boxing to UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, you don't want to wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. And y'all know the drill. If I do back-to-back ad reads, that means I keep it rolling. Now we don't. We 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 gonna try and keep it light here on the point here, but we got to look at what happened with this Steelers offense. It did wake up, and we could talk a lot about the Steelers defense too. But I thought it was very intriguing to see for most of the game, for three quarters. The Steelers possessed the ball twice in each quarter and got one field goal. That's how bad it was. But then fourth quarter comes, touchdown, field goal, touchdown. Starting to click some things for Ben Roethlisberger. Very good sign that this offense can turn it around, which is why I haven't, again, ruled these guys out yet. Because if, if if this offense had no chance, I, I would have said, like, okay, yeah, yeah, just pack this one up, boys. But this is this is a Steelers roster that's got the quarterback that can at least keep you in the game. They've got the best edge rusher in football, the best defensive player in football, the best safety in football. And they've they've got weapons. It's just about how they use them, especially on offense. Let's get and again, let's get to that more again. I've been saying for months the best way to get Chase Claypool in a situation is line up in the slot, let him let him just just let him go. Let him run. And we need to see more crossing routes because that seemed to be what was killing the Ravens. It just made sense. If you remember my keys to this game, I said, make sure Lamar don't scramble. I said, make sure Brandon Williams and Calais Campbell don't don't crush you, which, again, offensive line, really good job, only allowed one sack, opened up some holes, and made sure those two guys were not super disruptive factors. They were disruptive plenty. They were two really good defensive linemen. But in this game, the Steelers found answers. That's where I look at this game, and I say, man, there was some hope here. There's real hope here that the Steelers are are going to be able to make a move here and make that move going and actually making the playoffs. Now, again, this isn't as simple as, oh, hey, just throw this one route here, Ben. No, it's going to take about, it's going to be about consistent processing. This is going to be a week-to-week thing with Ben Roethlisberger. I thought he did a very good job in this game. But we are going to see how this how this all plays out in the coming weeks. It's just Steelers fans, you have every reason to celebrate right now. To walk into work and be like, hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? I mean, you look at the standings right now. The Ravens sit at the three seed at eight and four. The Patriots and the Titans are tied with them. They just have the tiebreakers. This is ridiculous. We have four teams, eight and eight and four. And then you got three teams with seven wins. 
in the playoffs. And we just looking from outside at the eighth spot with the Pittsburgh Steelers. These, this, this is this is a good situation for this team. They have a really good shot to kind of stay under the radar. Thursday night football got to turn around real fast. It's the Minnesota Vikings. They just lost to the Lions. They're going to be ticked. Don't go into this game thinking, oh, yeah, we'll just smoke the, the, the Vikings. First of all, you shouldn't be saying that anyways. But second of all, that's just, that's just bad luck. <laughs> like, why, why are you even thinking of that right now? But to me, it's a really good sign that the Steelers were able to pull off this win in a week where the Bengals lost, the Ravens lost, and the Browns didn't play. It puts them in the conversation again. Like, okay, could this pit team be a real problem that we got to deal with? Maybe they will be. But again, to me, this this team this team has to get back to the, the, those fundamental parts on offense that they were using in the fourth quarter, crossing patterns, deeper, force the issue. Give your receivers chances to make plays. Trust them to make pl- to make plays. You know, Deontay Johnson ran a deep crosser route, and the 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 cornerback who was running with him miscommunicated. That's what happens when you start picking at teams. They'll start to make mental mistakes, leave guys wide open like that first Deont- Deontay Johnson touchdown. I really think that this Steelers team still has a good shot at the playoffs. If you do, let me know in the comments. Hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. We thank you so much for tuning in to the Locked On Steelers podcast. It's late here. I'm going to get some rest. I'm going to be at the Mike Tomlin press conference on Monday. Remember, it's Mike Tomlin Mondays this week because of the short week. But I'm going to go get ready for that. Get some rest. And then tomorrow, we'll be talking more on your Pittsburgh Steelers after we've talked to Tomlin at his press conference. Give you our thoughts, some insides. And just, you know, make sure we get some good questions in this week. I'm Chris Carter, the Locked On Steelers podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can like this video on YouTube if you like the show. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, subscribe to our Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and all of the people who, who check in on this show regularly. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Chris Carter, back on your screens and in your ears very soon.